Hello, everyone. Welcome to the W I S E podcast. Wisdom in sports and entertainment. I'm your host, Bob Einstein, and I'm your friendly idiot who's seeking some wisdom and philosophy. Today's episode is on the wisdom and philosophy behind the Game Three of the Western Conference Finals between. The Los Angeles Lakers and the Denver Nuggets. I'm here with my co-host, Skip Basement. We are your friendly, idiotic Laker fans who are unapologetically critical at times, especially on LeBron. James and Anthony No Dog Davis. And we are deeply and sincerely sorry about that. We're going to continue this breakdown with the series by setting the adjustments of the offense and defense for each team. We will start with the Nuggets and then with the Lakers. So without further ado, here is our idiotic discussion. Bob Einstein, Skip A. Smith is here. We're back. We're going to recap game three and see what we'll have in game four. So let's start with the Nuggets. So we're in the Nuggets mindsets right now. Skip A. Smith, let's focus offensively. Okay, we're in Nuggets coaching staff. What happened? What you see? They just continued to milk the pick and roll. Lakers mm-hmm. defended terribly. And they got pretty much everything that they wanted off of that. And then they overreacted to Jokic and Murray, and then Grant got going, Morris got going. Everyone got hot based off of really Murray's confidence. Mm-hmm. I think we talked about it the last one where he's the one that's scary. Mm-hmm. When he starts scoring and he starts passing the ball, and then when you overreact and over and he passes the ball like that, they're tough to beat. Yeah. You and I talked about forcing Murray to make passing and indecisions that he at times has not shown capability of doing that. But yeah, when he passes the ball like that. But yes and no, those passes hmm. were. Were he, simple passes? Hmm. When you pressure him harder, get him to travel the big. a little harder, mm-hmm. that's when he's shown that he struggles a bit. I don't know how much. I don't watch him that well to know. But I feel like yesterday's passes were just simple. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and he was able to. Yeah, it got, it got a lot of people involved. Yeah, you're right. Joe Kitchen, Joe Kitchen, uh, Murray. When Joe Kitchen plays that kind of swagger, yeah, I, I, that's uh, 
Lakers gonna have a tough time. I didn't see much adjustments, honestly. They just same, ran the same game plan that they did in game two. Get the switch, run the pick and roll, nothing fancy. And we'll get to the defense in a bit, but then like when they play defense like that and they get the stops, they were able to play at a pace that they wanted. I feel like they were in, they were in control for three, mostly three quarters. It's been like yeah. what? Since game two, mm-hmm. five quarters, they've been in control now. Yeah. So we see that they've been in control for five quarters. And like in the fourth quarter, we all know what happened. Lakers came back. Lakers went, pulled something out of the bag. They went in the zone. I think that's something interesting uh, to talk about right now. Okay, we're Nuggets coach. We see that zone. I think that offense started to struggle. What do you see? What do you think about it? And uh, how would you adjust to it? It just shows that the Lakers were so scared of that pick and roll action and Murray getting downhill. That they had that to they, go to the zone. They had to go to the zone. Mm. It just tells me that the pick and rolls will continue to work. Because mm. right now they're still deciding to switch it. Or semi-switch. It's not even a hard switch. It's like half switch and then you come back and recover type of thing. Mm-hmm. And they're still banking on, seems like just letting joker go off in the paint with that advantage and try to hold murray but Mm -hmm. murray was able to drive past the bigs Mm -hmm. get off the step at threes but yeah back to the zone i think they caught him off guard a bit there Mm -hmm. i don't think it was necessarily the zone it was just picking up the ball pressure that they had trouble with for three four possessions and then they calmed down Mm -hmm. and then they were fine but i think it probably won't catch them off guard in game four. It was just a desperation type of thing by the Lakers because mm-hmm. they're just so – they had no answer for the pick and roll. So so you were not change anything. You just run that pick and pop, pick and roll, pick and pop with Marion Jokic. He's as an engine. Like you yeah. said, pick up. Jokic. I mean, when they're able to get the stops to push the tempo mm-hmm. out, out, I wouldn't change anything. And Yeah, they think Cardi looks. Yeah. I would post Jokic even more. Even to the big, no matter who's guarding him. I mean, it's, it's shown those two centers will get in foul trouble. Mm-hmm. Dwight Howard will get ticky tack fouls. McGee's just not he's tall enough, but he's not bulky enough. Mm-hmm. And AD, shown he can take AD. Yeah. Big up to Jokic because like, he's fearless. He didn't back down out of game one. Good for him, man. He's a scary, that's a scary matchup. I'm like, dang. Like, this guy is very skillful. He's aggressive. And, like, the one thing we talked about is make him a scorer. And when he's attacking, he's not afraid. Yeah, you, he's, I see your game plan. I'm confident. I'm going to attack you. I'm going to bully you, Dwight Howard. I'm going to bully you, Anthony Davis. Whew. Yeah. I love it. And Murray is always fearless, too. Murray had – you talked about that swagger two days ago. Uh, when Nuggets, we think he came out firing. Man, uh, yeah, they brought up that swag and uh, they came out attacking. And when Murray, the thing, Murray is so scary. It's like he's not even a streaky shooter when he's hot, uh, but he can he can get going. And he plays off Jokic as well. uh, That's the thing. Like he lives from that. Okay, get Jokic involved, collapse the defense, and I free up just like what we talked about last time. Yeah, that's what I was saying. Like his impact, his is always get going. Yeah, more than Jokic. Jokic is like the consistent guy. 
but Murray, when he gets going, he's the one that impacts the whole team or mm-hmm. the game even more. Mm-hmm. I understand Jokic is probably the better player, mm-hmm. but I'm talking about like that swag, that impact of that ability to score and go off. He's the more scary one. Mm-hmm. And so far, like Lakers have encouraged them to go to Jokic mm-hmm. when they just switch it and then they put him in the post so mm-hmm. he can go to work and they're not really overreacting, double teaming. They're trying to make him a score. Mm-hmm. But Yoke Murray yesterday just like, you know what? F this, I'm going. Yeah. He really went at it. Let's go back to the zone. I want to emphasize on that. Uh, yeah, so you talk about the ball pressure on it. I think if you okay, we're the Nuggets coach. We anticipate that because they're probably going to throw that at them. You wouldn't think you overreact. Just still want to pick a roll if you can in that zone defense. Oh, no, or zone get, great. Are, 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 are you throw, are you throw Jokic into the teeth of the zone or something anything like that? The thing is, why I noticed Lakers prevent that from happening because they always have a. It's kind of like a boxing one, not really, but in a way, it's like whoever is in that position, they body up Jokic. Yeah. They don't make sure that he's gonna get any space or he gonna get in the teeth of the defense. I feel like at that, like you said, when if you put him right down the middle, I think a couple of plays they had Caruso on him and he didn't really do much he just held the ball there but i think the adjustment will be to push him a little bit more in and then mm, rather than having him on the outside you'll yeah, okay. probably be their initial playmaker mm. out of the zone and i think that plays into denver's hands okay so you think they will find out they won't think you think as a denver coach okay let's not overreact we'll find a way to be the zone yeah yeah okay and the reason why the zone has been working in the NBA so far is because it catches teams off guard, right? That's the only thing. It's just more of a surprise factor than more of a X's and O's standpoint. Yeah, I think this has been a trend. Like, I think we've been talking about this beforehand. Like, mm-hmm. the zone has been picking up a bit just mm-hmm. because every offense in the NBA right now, well, pretty much, is predicated on getting ball penetration into the paint, Lay up, dunk, yeah. drive and kick. Traffic. So the zone is what's there to prevent that from happening, at mm-hmm. least the initial action, at least. Mm-hmm. So teams are all, geared, every offense is geared for that main action. And it's like what Denver is doing, but we'll talk about later defensively, is just packing the paint. That's what the zone technically is. It's just packing the paint so you can't drive it mm-hmm. and forcing you to just swing the ball around the perimeter. If, well, that's what the, defense wants you to do in a sense but I feel like it's going to be playing into Denver's hands maybe almost so an advantage if Jokic can get the ball in the middle there well, it's over game, game over I see let me see okay so basically same game plan one pick and roll Jokic uh, get Jokic in the post that will open things up with Murray and others in the end and yeah, also now you got you got to anticipate what the Lakers will do on that pick yeah. and roll action because okay. last, what, three games now, it's strictly a switch. Or last night, it was just like, or game, not last night, but game three was just a half switch. Did you see it was like kind of, it's not like a full on switch. It's I'm going to hedge over and then whoever's guarding Murray is going to come back type of thing. And he was just black, blown by them. So now, Denver has to consider what the Lakers would do uh, with that pick and roll. 
you saying when they switch, like the guard recovers back on Mary or the big recovers on Mary? So let's say it's um, McGee and KCP, the uh, main two defenders. Uh, so once the screen comes, McGee mm-hmm. will hedge over to Murray, get allow time for KCP to come back into the picture, and then McGee will dry, uh, run back to Jokic. Mm-hmm. So they're encouraging Jokic to shoot the three, but I think on one play he got right by McGee for a layup because that instance of him switching back, trying to defend the three, he was able to just blow by him. And then mm. Murray's taking advantage of that instance of time where you try to come back and recover. You think you got him. He's blowing right by KCP. Okay. And stuff. So that is, okay. Okay, okay. Wait, wait, wait. Let me try to reiterate what you said. Okay, Murray, Joe Kitch, run that pick and pop, pick and roll. Because they tried to, not sem- it's because of the semi-switch, it's, like it's not fully switched because they want the primary defenders to stay on like Murray and Jokic. But because they semi-switch, it creates a window of opportunity for Murray or Jokic. That space, that split second of, of separation that they, they take advantage of. And when McKee or KCP try to recover to, their prime, to the ones who they primary to, to defend. Yeah. Let's see. Okay. Whereas okay. game one, it was more of a switch where it was big and small. Yeah. And, big. and it, the wing defender tries to, you said the wing defender tries to get on Jokic and all that. Yeah. Okay. So you think it'd be in like, like this kind of idea because all this just creates a split second of window of opportunity because of, of, the, of the split second of, of uh, separation. Yeah. And I always feel like when you switch, you have the offensive team dictating the motion and action mm-hmm. where if you want, I'm going to make Murray drive. I'm going to make Murray shoot. I'm going to make you do what this, this, and that. The, the switch just negates everything of that. But I don't know, I don't know why they decide. We got into the theory of it, my thinking that they switch it to get Murray to pass it to Jokic and make him the scorer and limit everyone else. But yesterday, when they didn't fully switch it like that, they, they got taken advantage of it. I see. I see. Okay. So not much of an adjustment, just it was working and they see it. And like you, you throw something at them, you still have Jokic who can, who's a big mismatch in a lot of defenses. Use that to your advantage. Yeah, okay. if anything, okay. Murray's probably going to go off even more. Mm-hmm. Or he should. Yeah, he should. I agree. Driving. Yeah, I say like, Murray, dude, yeah. And they, they ran things off ball for him too. So they continue doing that. Lakers can't have trouble answering. And you double off that, you react to that, you open up other players too, like the Rip Hamilton back in 2004. Ooh. Okay, yeah. I love it. It's a scary. As Lakers fans, I hate it too, but as a basketball fan, it's beautiful. Okay, same. So we talk about that when they get stops, they, they were able to dictate the pace that they wanted. So talking about stops, so we have to talk about the defense. What do you see? And in, in any, is there any adjustments you want you would do? To be honest, no. Same thing, right? I feel like Denver defensively, they're just stuck with their game plan. Game one, game two, you just live with the results of it. Okay. Like load the paint, make LeBron jump shooter, and then yeah, get AD Walmer, get what his whatever he's getting, but limits yeah. LeBron and limits other players. Yeah, because I think. It was like a little bit of success that the Lakers shown in game one, game two. But overall, I 
believe the game plan is solid defensively. You just have to continue with it, and it's up to you to decide, are you going to live with KCP, Danny Green, Caruso, Rondo, Kuzma shooting the threes or trying to make a play off ball compared to LeBron James being able to get go full throttle down, down, down the paint. I would continue with the same game plan defensively. I agree. I agree. No adjustments needed. But I'm going to say it, yeah, LeBron's weakness is being exposed. Can't get to the paint. You make him a jump shooter. Yeah, the team is stagnant with that. They will live with that. This is what they want. Yeah, shoot that. And then like, you can't get in penetration. Limit, limits of driving kicks. And not only that, when we get that stops, they then were able to get quality looks on the other end, and they were able to score, and that was still the pace down for the Lakers. I, I didn't pay attention, pay attention to their transition defense, but overall, it's, uh, they play great. Yeah, it's just like when they get in a fast break, they do get in trouble. I think that's what I see, at least in the fourth quarter. That's what it seems like. That is true. It's we're gonna pack the paint, live with LeBron, and then mm-hmm. we're gonna live with AD. AD, whatever it gets. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and the others can get any get get quality looks because no one's hopping off. No one's overreacting to LeBron James. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Whew. Okay, and their mindset, mindset for the Nuggets, probably very simple. Just continue. I yeah, mean, the game, like, plan, game plan stands true for game one to game two to game three. Mm-hmm. Just continue. Yeah, just, just continue it. I don't think they can find ways to stop us. It's like offen- offensively, they they probably want us to take those shots. And heck, it's working. We're making them. Joe Gitch is, is knocking those. It's scoring. It's not just scoring. It's scoring in the post and putting pressure on the bigs. Open things up. Collapse the defense, open things up. Everything is a domino effect from there. Defensively, yeah, we exposing everyone's weaknesses right now. They're probably very high right now, very confident. Dang, yeah. Ooh, okay. They're yeah. probably thinking like, so this is how it is if we stop fouling too. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Stop fouling and limit their transition offense. Mm-hmm. Without that, LeBron is nothing. Switch over. Time Foco and the coaching staff. Whew. Okay. Let's look at uh, game three. Let's look at the offense here. So, Skip, what happened? Any adjustments you would do offensively? <sighs> yeah. <laughs> Me too, man. My gosh. Oh, uh, gosh. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Oh, man. Everyone says Lakers didn't come out with enough fight or energy. Which, I, I mean, I could see. I didn't like. I LeBron. could see that too, but I didn't like LeBron's no. uh, body language. Body language to begin the game. Yeah, it was very not. Yeah, very weak. Yeah, I agree. And please don't. Please, I'll, I'll just say this right now. I hate. I don't know how he got those stats. Again, there's there are empty calories, and it just shows that numbers do lie. All right. I just want to say, as basketball, especially for basketball fans out there, stop relying on numbers. I'm just getting very angry with that. It's not about numbers. It's triple double. No, it doesn't matter. Okay, okay, fine. Yeah, it is about numbers. He is protected. Okay, it's the ro- okay. It's about the role players. Huh? Where's KCP? Where's Caruso? Ronald Jetson defensively, but how come he's not making those shots? 
How can Keith Speed didn't make the tying three in the end? Okay. LeBron got a triple double. Anthony Davis got his numbers. Who am I gonna blame for Skip? Who am I gonna blame for? That's to, right. To be fair, to as be a, fair, as a go, I'm gonna use my scapegoats. To be fair, he, he blamed LeBron and. Oh, he did. He did. He did. Shannon did. Okay. 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 Yeah. He did. I heard that. I was like, I can't wait to hear this. Okay. But anyways, one thing I would say, they did not put LeBron in post. You got to come out firing with that. They did not do that. Final way to get LeBron in the paint. If he's not driving, it's not working. That's okay. That's another way to do it. All right. It's not that he's not driving. There's no room for him to drive. Okay. That's Running him, that, okay, okay, okay. That's true too. Kudos to Denver's defense. He's not drive, but he can't get in the drive. But you can put him in the post. I still give him some isolation in the post. That's one thing I would do. That's the adjustment I would do. Because that's not if LeBron's not working, then find ways to get him involved. Would you consider going a little bit smaller to give him more space? <sighs> that's very good. I didn't think about that. So you put Morris, Eileen Davis guards Jokic. So I he's don't saying, he don't play McGee. So play, don't play McGee, and then let Dwight Howard come in and punk him. I'll play Dwight yeah. Howard more minutes. <laughs> yeah. I, would say, I won't even necessarily need AD to start on Jokic. I'll put mm-hmm. Morris on Morris Jokic. on him. Ooh, okay. Okay, that's a, good, that's a good plan. Well, we'll go about this defensively, but mm-hmm. let's skip a little bit. Let's say you want to switch everything. Morris can be a guy that can switch off onto Murray. Mm-hmm. And... Be able to keep defensive up right a now. little bit, a little uh-huh. bit, and then it saves AD as a rim protector in the back. Okay, you know so you I mean? have Morris KCP playing the pick and roll, yeah, um, and have AD LeBron on the perimeter. Yeah, I mean, like, as a, compared as a to having AD up in the action where he's getting the beat off the dribble, mm-hmm. and then you have um, smaller guys in the back protecting the paint. Mm-hmm. But if you put Morris to begin with in the action. You have AD and LeBron can roam over and fly over to protect the pin. But okay. it does leave you susceptible to the Jokic post-up or um, just straight-up post-up. So good at post-up. But Morris is a tough guy. Yeah, he is tough. He I'll is take tough. my chances. He's, yeah, I'll take my chances too. Okay. Yeah, okay. So switch over this. I think right now we want to focus on defense. I always thought offense first, but I think uh, this is a... I would yeah. say going a little bit smaller to create more okay. driving lanes for LeBron. Okay. And I think the series Morris is shooting something like crazy. For yeah, it's crazy. Points. Nine for ten or something like that. Yeah. <laughs> Technically, he's the hardest. Hardest shooter. shooter. Mm-hmm. So you can give him, give LeBron at least a little more space compared to McGee. Mm-hmm. But the drawback is the defense, but and rebounding, which they got killed. But mm-hmm. I, I have confidence in Morris. Mm-hmm. I think he's shown that he can be tough and rebound the ball. Mm-hmm. And he's I been... Agree. He's the key. I, mm-hmm. I would trust him being able to switch out and at least not get blown by a guard. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm not saying that he'll stop him or anything, but mm-hmm. I think he can offer some sort of resistance where the back guy's defense can come up. Okay. I can see that. That's very good. So the idea here is basically... The focus right now is just LeBron James because everyone else's feeds off him, especially Anthony Davis. He's not getting to the paint. Find him getting to the paint. One of the ways is we talk about posting him and or get Morris. Offensively, spread the floor. Big swing for LeBron James. That's a different Chris Bosch. That's a great idea. 
more room for LeBron, drive, put pressure on the defense single-handedly, open up the driving kick. So that probably means no min- less or no minutes for McGee because I think we need Dwight Howard defensively to punk Jokic with the second yeah. Okay, so that's I think that's one way to LeBron. The answer to fit LeBron to get LeBron going is Morris uh, to space the floor. Or and just post and also yeah. Post him, huh? What? And post, post him. him. Yeah, post him. Get your butt in the paint. Not the high post. Get in the post. Right? Or like they do those brush screens for Anthony Davis to get him like a good post look. Like Which, the one like on like a, he's at the corner and, and then they and then like he cuts yeah. the set the back screen to the yeah, same thing for LeBron. Mm-hmm. Let's how about run that for LeBron so he LeBron. can get a good look at the rim once mm-hmm. in a while. Mm-hmm. I mean to make, just make it a little easier. Yeah. Off ball. Yeah, cut to the basket. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because they're not afraid to try something new. So good teams do that. They they're not afraid to try something new in, in the heat of times too. Because yeah. they see how they see their game plan's not working, we just have to adjust. This is where his adjustments is going to show. So far, their adjustments, this house has been fantastic. Now it's like high stakes, big game coming up. What's their adjustment? Are they getting creative? Are they going to do what we talk about? That'd be great. How about, can we just see that offensively? Half of the puzzle is LeBron. That's so half, half the puzzle. Yeah. That's the puzzle is what, AD? Well, AD is getting his thing, though. I don't worry about him because he's gay. Well, he did look like he struggled as well, but he still got his numbers. But I'm not worried about AD um, but because AD. That, that's what we're, we're saying in the last videos. Can you live with I mean, AD's look efficiently good in one game? Yeah. Two? Yeah. Um, can you continue that? He's, I'll say he's growing, but not. He's not there. Yet. He's not there right now. I cannot live with him. He does not draw enough double. He does draw double teams, but not enough to dissect the defense. He is still not capable of dissecting the defense with his passing or split through the double team. So we still have to rely on LeBron. LeBron is probably want to rely on AD. Whew. Uh, yeah, just get some firepower. I'm not worried about Anthony Davis. All I'm worried about personally for me is get how to get LeBron in the paint. That Two things. How to get LeBron in the paint. Second, how to play at a pace that Lakers want, which is super very fast. And the way they had to play super very fast fast is they have to put you have to get stops on defense so offensively it's from their defense i think that's all it is they rely on their defense so much which is fine you, especially your championship team you should rely on your defense a lot more than your offense take note mike d'antoni anyways so let's want to talk let's talk about defense so you talk about morris morris in the if morris can hold his ground on on jokic that's good i'm okay with that and have Dwight Howard come in, it'll be Morris, AD, Dwight. I'm okay with that. Play more Morris. I don't mind that. He probably is fast enough to recover laterally. And he can be very physical too. Mm-hmm. There it is. My guy, our guy. He always wanted Morris. I was like, woo, yeah. Because he's, a, he's everything because he has the size and the lateral speed. What more do you want in, t- in today's game? But it's just defensively, it just comes down to this. How are you gonna play the pick and roll? Because the way they pick, the way they, the Nuggets play it, they really force that on you. They really try to run down your throat. Not just like they try to Murray just to drive in, but he's just baiting the big to get a switch on him, to get a small on Jokic or to get a big on Murray. He's just baiting, and that's what he's doing. 
Um, how do you do that? I don't know. I guess Morris is, uh, I don't know, you let Caruso, Rondo, or KCP handle Joe Kitch one-on-one with that pick and roll. Because I think we're okay with Morris on Murray. If they isolate that, if Murray brings it back up to the perimeter and tries to go one-on-one. But if it was in the, but they try to get a switch going, it was with the pick and roll or off ball. How do Lakers do that? Maybe just start doubling and just start reacting to the cuts. No, make him kick it out to the weak side. Three shot. Don't go for the pump fake. Stay disciplined on defense. Contest a shot when you're on the ground. I don't know. <laughs> the thing is, I felt like the last game, they just half hard. It was a half-hearted decision of... Indecisive if, decision, yeah. If you're going to switch, then... Just switch. Just to, just commit to it. Okay. Right. Instead of... It was like just like a half-hearted mm-hmm. switch. It wasn't like a full-on switch where you could even put so much pressure. Mm. That's where I felt like they had a problem. Okay. Or my biggest problem, at least. Okay. Do you think they should go back to that... The wing switch? Honestly, I feel like it doesn't matter. They just have to... <laughs> They just have to pick what they want to do and okay. go with it. Because okay. game three, I felt like it wasn't a hard decision one way or another. Okay. They just let him toy, toy with them. And they were just like a step late compared to if you know what you're going to do every time down, you have a plan and know what's coming to look for. Okay. So I don't to me, I don't mind if you switch, you don't switch, or I prefer you funneling him all the way. But I would start Maybe LeBron would on. Huh. I would start yeah. LeBron on Murray. Murray, wow. That's it's not. It's not even to guard him. Mm-hmm. It's just to when you switch it, Mur- LeBron can hold his ground on Jokic. On Jokic. Mm. And more. But they do off ball as well. You know that. No matter who. Yeah, it doesn't matter. Just. I, if you, I think you go small and switch everything. Okay. I'll say this. Regards of the switch, let's say you switch everything. Just has Jokic score. But do not let Murray or anyone else in the perimeter get going. Well, that, so was, like, that was the original game plan from yeah, game one yeah, to game yeah. two. Yeah, so go back to that. Kind of, kind of like how... Denver probably just want Anthony Davis to get his numbers. They just let him try to beat us, but don't let LeBron beat us. The problem with that is Marie decided to stop taking advantage of the big, small down low. He's like, I got advantage here. Got advantage here on the wing. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. You trap him. (laughs) You don't double team Jokic, but you can double team Murray. I don't know. I'll say you... you. Yeah, you trap. So you trap Murray. Oh, on a perimeter the, or on a paint? Anything? Yeah, I agree. The, throughout the game, you either mm-hmm. trap him, yeah. you either switch out on him, yeah. throw a zone on him, you hard trap, you switch, just throw different looks at, so he can not feel comfortable. I agree. Just don't get him going. You can get Jokic going, it's fine. You can make him a scoring, it's fine. But we don't want Murray to get going. I think that's the a, second unit with Caruso, Rondo, those guys, I think that's a good time to double. Mm-hmm. I mean, trap them. Mm-hmm. But the starters, the slower lineup, I'll say um, switch it. Switch everything. Okay. Yeah. But then with the smaller, more so, yeah. feisty lineup yeah. with Rondo and Crusoe to trap them. Okay. Okay. 
starting lineup, you have Morris, LeBron, or Murray. And when you switch, everybody can have a more capability of holding the ground. Okay. It's like a unit comes in, okay, we saw Rondo, you trap. Yeah. Because those two guys are feisty to begin with. Yeah. They did great with that zone defense. Okay, speaking of that, do you, you would you still do that and change the zone? I feel if you start feeling the momentum switching and you start falling down by six or seven. Then... How about when you're up? No. No? You wouldn't toy with that? Just, no? I Why think not? it's it's safe for yeah. desperate times. Yeah, okay. It's too vulnerable, you think. This one's too vulnerable. Especially, especially when you have with a Jokic. Like yeah, that. yeah. Especially with Jokic. How about boxing one with Jokic? Again, it's too scary. Mm. This team cuts so well. They move off mm. also. True, true, true. And you have a guy that can just shoot over you, mm. which he's shown a couple times now. Okay. I think okay. That's true. You got to make him a scorer. Mm-hmm. Try to limit Murray as much as you can. Mm. Or if you can't limit him, just come make him a score. You can't, but you can't make him last night twenty something, thirty double digit assists. That can't mm-hmm. happen. Yeah, I know you tell me that. Whew. So overall, right now, two things I see. Well, not two things. A lot of things, but a lot of big picture is like first start Morris offensively or defensively. Get LeBron in the post or somehow in the paint off ball, off screen, whatever ways. And also defensively try to primarily stop Murray from scoring. Uh, and just yeah. bottom line, I think this goes over to our next point, the mentality. Just come out with play with some more force. Yep. So what's your your mindset for the Lakers coming in the game for? Yeah, I do want to come in firepower. I want LeBron to just start attacking push the ball. That's what I want. Personally, for me, like, I think that's what. But then, like, the he might. For the jump, that, okay, so I initially thought that, but at the same time, he might get very tired. I think you get Anthony Davis involved early, as usual. The thing is, like, pay, you have to, not have to. I would try to increase the pace as much as you can. That means focus it on defensively, which is hard already. I don't know. It's hard. The hard part of this mindset is just, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I, I just my answer. I don't know. It's hard. The uh, hard part is about p- pushing the pace. That's what Denver wants to do. Yeah. But it's scary because I think they starting to feel Denver's potential right now. And they're like, oh, crap. This the team is not a joke. And I don't think they're there yet. If they lose game four, they'll get there. Yeah. yeah, yeah. No, but I see it's coming. No, not like it's coming, but it's like, Oh, okay. They're not going away. They're not sleeping. It's hard. I, I, I don't know what their mind. It's hard with this mindset. Of course, everything in the end to me is focused on defense. How do you do that? How do you stop? How do you mentally prepare? Just try to stop Murray, um, and just make Jokic beat you. Yeah, yeah. I think right now it's okay. Stop Murray. I think that's my. That's just we want to keep it simple. If you stop Murray, I think we have a, a very good chance. Not don't let him get in rhythm. You can get Jokic in rhythm, it's fine, all right. Uh, but not by think, not Murray. I don't think the goal to s- <laughs> of stopping Murray is attainable. <laughs> yeah. you, you do have to treat him as a superstar. I think. Yeah, yeah, exactly. But yeah. You, you can't. 
I'm just saying you can't. But he would get his, you mean like he's capable of getting his regardless of, yeah, regardless, regardless of what are your you, game you plan. Okay. You can't give him the 12 assists. Okay. Yes. Yeah. Like, that, that's just too easy. You mm-hmm. can give him 15 and 12, mm-hmm. or you can't give him 30 and 12. Mm-hmm. Or you can give him 30, but it can be 30 and 4 or 5. You can't give him that. Mm-hmm. Seven assists is like what? At minimum, extra 14 points. Mm-hmm. Or this mm-hmm. day and age is minimum twenty one points. Mm-hmm. It's tough because Lakers have to adjust. They can't just focus on their game plan right now. One is the adjustment. Be willing to adjust and be confident with the adjustment. That's the basic mindset. Which um, is why I have a gut feeling that they're going to start blitzing Murray next game. Mm. With with the yeah, if you start, especially if they start more, start Morris, yeah. I don't know if they're gonna do it. I don't know if they're gonna start Morris, but I can see. Yeah, uh, I hope they do and start blitzing. So start Morris, start blitzing Murray. Yeah, go back to the Miami Heat defense. The, the LeBron era. <laughs> Just start blitzing and focus on the defense, getting the pace again, mm-hmm. getting it's easy like, buckets. Yeah, it's like how they stop Tony Parker. Yeah, I think they're gonna get pushed tomorrow. I don't know. If that means they're gonna lose, but they're definitely gonna get, gonna get pushed. This Nuggets team is. Very confident. It's scary. It's scary. Live with that fear and just attack. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. As I, I right now, how I feel as a Laker fan is, I'm not confident. I'm confused and I'm scared. <laughs> I think that's. I don't know how confident Laker players are right now. Yeah. I. I don't know. It's okay. Maybe they're ego, the egotistical, and all that, but. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. It's like, just come out and play defensively. I know. No, it's sound, huh? Huh? Sounds so defeated. Yeah. I know. We're up 2 1. Yeah. It's just because of the quality of basketball that Denver's playing. So, dude, their, their X's and O's is just really good. Their game plan is very good. And Lakers rely a, a lot on stuff that is just, it's a, it's a lot to ask for. You always, you're always gonna rely on playing in like in transition the whole time. Do you not have any half court offensive creativity? They better. I mean, you can't just rely on LeBron James on top of the key, dribble, 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 and get to the paint all the effing time. You can't rely on being playing in transition all the time. You can't rely on getting steals and stops on defense all the time. Regardless, even though you're a defensive coach, you can't rely on just pushing the ball all the time. You have to find ways. How to score in half court. That's the thing that scares me because Denver has everything. They have, they have something defensively, they have something in transition, and they have something in half court. They just have everything too, except the half court. That's why I'm not confident. Yeah. Welcome to LeBron James team. <laughs> but skip, we have won three championships already. Okay. I don't know what you're talking about. Okay. LeBron James is the GOAT. He has accomplished so much. He doesn't deserve any blame. Okay. The blame goes to the scapegoats out there. Okay. Not the goat, the scapegoats. Because that's how the world works. LeBron James needs to pass the ball to. All right. Because he can't do it all. And second, he needs someone to pass the blame to. That's how we do, Skip. That's how we do. Well, on that note, we'll figure out what happens in game four. <laughs>
<laughs> yeah, we, uh, yeah, we'll figure it out. Whew. So that was our idiotic discussion. Thank you so much for listening. Until next time, this is Bob Einstein signing off. As always, stay wise and stay silly.